So hello and welcome to the New Gig Podcast. I'm your host, Glenn Hodgson. And today I'm delighted to be joined by the CEO of Trackslow, Paul Vazelis. How are you doing, Paul? Hey, Glenn. Uh, thank you. I'm doing great. Uh, nice, uh, almost a spring day where I am now. Uh, <laughs> so it's uh, positive vibes. That's positive vibes indeed. So let's start by just hearing a little bit about your background and uh, also how you got into the, uh, uh, the, the platform gig economy, but also how you started Trackslow and what you're doing today. Yeah, so that was quite a journey, actually. Uh, so I'm into startups now for close to 10 years. Uh, and uh, basically from the very beginning, uh, we pivoted to grocery retail, to, to the retail environment in general, where we operate now with Trackslow. Um, and uh, first of all, I just worked for a startup. And uh, almost two years now ago, we started Trackslow in Stockholm, Sweden. Uh, with my co-founder Almantas uh, at uh, actually Antler Accelerator, a great program. And that's where we dig deep into basically grocery operations, specifically food retail and how it is operated, how, how, how the processes work and what a pivotal role employees play into making everything happen when it has to happen in this dynamic environment. Mm. And... Um, the learnings from our first year in the industry and with the track slope was that uh, there are a huge lack of hands in the industry. Like every major retail chain across different countries, they just have uh, unstaffed positions, like hundreds of them, thousands of them, sometimes even. And uh, why not to tap into the surrounding neighborhood people like who live near the stores, who has free time on their hands, and who could easily do one or two tasks, uh, not, not necessarily every day, but sometimes. Like yeah. If you have some time, you can just help out your uh, neighborhood store. And that's how we came up with the idea that let's create a platform which connects the retailers in need of this extra help and people who have time and willingness to do the jobs. Yeah, great. So it's, it's a matching service, basically, for the, uh, for, for the stores and retailers that have a need for bigger jobs, but also for small jobs, time definite, uh, this is a place that they can go and find the, uh, uh, the the expertise and the individuals they need to be able to complete these specific tasks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but we are more than a matching service. So we have a mobile application for sure, uh, where we show the available jobs nearby and where people can just select what they would like to do. Yep. But uh, a lot of the success recipe lies in the additional tools which guides the person who is not from the retail environment, who does yep. not work in the grocery before, but uh, then the app just guides the person, uh, trains it uh, inside the app, so the person just doesn't have to leave anywhere for additional trainings. Everything is at your fingertips. So you go through a training, you get a description. Description has a nice flow to it, uh, how you should approach the task, how you should enter the store, how you should act uh, inside it with uh, other employees, regular employees maybe, and yeah. uh, how, how to complete it. And everything is photo confirmed. So everyone is sure about the outcome of what was done. And it's uh, fair and square, simple and fair that uh, you were tasked to do something, you did it, yep. you take a photo of it, and then you get the pre-read amount of money, basically, for, for the test done. 
Excellent. And this is this is a quick process as well in terms of getting people to the opportunities, training them, but also receiving the payment for the work that they've done as well, Paul. Exactly. It uh, depends from country to country where we mm. work, uh, how, how the people are getting paid actually and uh, at what intervals. But uh, in Sweden, for example, we are able to do it basically immediately after we get the confirmation that the task was uh, completed correctly. Yeah. Excellent. So it's a, it's a quick process. So this is something that's that's still quite new, offer, offering great opportunities for individuals as well as companies and retailers themselves. Uh, uh, so how is sort of the, the, the digitalization elements sort of transforming the world of work, but particularly the commerce and the retail sector as well, Paul? Yeah, I think in general, like every retail chain, every our client is different. They have different needs. They have different digitalization initiatives. Okay. Some of them are very new. Some of them are older. And uh, some of them even have like a startup accelerators built in. And mm. it, it's very difficult, difficult to compare the chain to chain. But okay. uh, overall, I'd say that uh, the changing market and the changing uh, employees categories and age groups of employees are pushing everyone to look for the tools which kind of are the future of the labor market. Yeah. Because in, in most countries, retail chains are, if not, they are at least one of the biggest employers as a category mm. in a country. And they need a huge supply of hands and a huge supply of talent and if the talent is going uh, are very familiar with mobile apps and uh, gig economy and they have yeah. kind of choices uh, to work on different different platforms so the retailers has to be in the same game basically or yeah. start being into it as likely as we see it it will evolve to much more digital interactions in the next five years excellent this is really next generation retail solutions that you're offering here yeah we we, we like to say that uh, in general we just uh, go with the flow of the young generations how we like to yeah. work how much freedoms we want to have and yeah. how we interact with the surroundings and how we seem to expect to earn money and still have all, all the control of their kind of youthful lifestyles yeah Okay, so it's basically adapting to individuals, society, and the the new the new people in the workforce. Basically, adapting to their needs, uh, desires, and also how they want to be able to set up their work as well. Exactly, like it is just a logical thing to do, mm. and the, the tools and and in general the common knowledge now with all these like global platform players, uh, it's. Uh, what people kind of now see the valid category of work mm. with uh, uh, added bonuses as uh, freedom of choice, freedom of schedules, amounts uh, uh, can vary, like the time worked per week, per like months can vary radically. And that's yeah. fine if you have a correct platform kind of thing going on and which can level the, the, the needs of the supply and demand. So so it seems, Paul, that we're moving away from a traditional kind of nine to five model of uh, sort of uh, retailers uh, employing staff on a, on a fixed hours contract or specific timetable. It's much more fluid and much more uh, flexible in terms of the way this is working. 
Yeah, that's a very correct observation. And uh, other thing, like maybe specific to our industries, that the, the, the flow of operations is never ending. Yeah. Like people forever will go to buy food. The models differ. There are some dark stores with delivery companies, but, mm. but, but still people are buying food. Uh, and usually the food is taken from the shelf. So mm. somebody has always stocked the shelves. Yeah. There are, of course, robotic solutions in development, other startups with that. But uh, we believe that it's it's a good opportunity just for the neighborhood people with the free time yeah. uh, to use it wisely, earn some income, help the store nearby. And uh, basically, it also can increase the social responsibility of the companies and uh, that people do not need to travel to other parts of the, the, the town or the yeah. big city to just uh, work a few hours. They can do it next to their home and it's efficient. Uh, and uh, it seems that uh, workers, we, we call them taskers, uh, the taskers like it uh, and they are happy about it. So some yeah. people just do the task just before going to the university, some people yeah. complete the task after the, the, the studies, for example, before going home. Uh, just work on many different platforms and in the gaps for example we work on hours and that's yeah. also a valid option so this is a, basically sort of filling the needs of uh taskers as you call them individuals but also companies and organizations as well so adapting to their needs so it's something that's sort of you know you haven't just created it's something that's actually sort of fulfilling a specific gap in the market a specific development which uh, hasn't maybe been tapped uh, thus far. Yeah, we'd say that uh, there are good examples of different tasks being done by workers in, in the retail environment, but maybe more so in uh, North America and even in, in South America. Mm. Uh, as for Europe, there aren't many, like at least large-scale examples, and we try to be among the leaders who, who push this forward here. And uh, as, as we see it as a great win-win situation for everyone, uh, because as you mentioned, there are gaps in the retailers' operations. Yep. Uh, they understand them. They always need extra hands, as I numerously time, numerous times mentioned already. And uh, it's a good way if you can just take simple things, which anyone can do it. And we, we are talking about the thing, and maybe it's uh, specific to, to the industry, hmm. that the, the tasks inside the stores, they consume a lot of time per day to be completed, like always checking expiration dates, stocking yep. the shelves with products. Basically, anyone can do it, uh, but it takes a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, no, no big training is needed. It's not something very sophisticated. So yeah, so there are people who have time and they want to exchange it for working somewhere. Like we, we have examples when people go, go to the store to buy something and we complete the task at the same time for additional like 30 minutes. So yeah. why not basically a, a free shopping experience when you can, like, exchange <laughs> your earnings to, 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 to some uh, products for your home? Yeah, exactly. Well, this is something that's, that's definitely needed and also sort of flexibility there as well. And, and, and what's the kind of, you've, you've kind of started alluding to that as well, sort of students and people, what's the kind of, is there a general profile of the individual who will be, uh, be one of your taskers, would you say, Paul, or is it, is it, is it more broad? Uh, so definitely one of the main category is younger people. Yeah. And students is kind of a subgroup of that. Hmm. Uh, 
then sometimes as already also mentioned we exchange kind of like we share the taskers with other platforms maybe okay. in the morning the, the the person is driving someone to work uh, yep. as a driver mm. then he works on a platform and maybe in the evenings he, he, he's just delivering food uh for 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 dinner for people to homes so yeah. there are also this category of people uh so they are kind of full-time gig economy workers but just mm. like uh, they have a full-time consist of different platforms so yeah. that is a great example and also very interesting actually uh we are looking into elderly people uh so it's uh, now, now a big question how particular categories of el- older people like uh, i i'm talking like uh, the people who are out of the regular labor market yep. already, but they are, they have enough initiative and then wants to be social, more social, not, not to stay at home and just want to do something. Yeah. Uh, and we are not accustomed to the gig economy as a concept. It was not existent when we are like at their peak or in the labor no. market in general, yeah. uh, but it's a great opportunity. And now we are looking to ways, what types of tasks are easy to do for them uh, how, how to like uh, exchange the mobile application interface maybe to something what is more common for them, like maybe just SMS uh, for the yep. task. If there is a task, please complete it. Please do something like something, something. And it's really interesting because we see a like considerably big portion of people from, especially if they are some, from some organizations which kind of collects and tries to activate elderly people into like additional activities uh, during the day, they have a need to go and do some work and we want to do it. And uh, the monetary reward is not the, even not the main motivator. Yeah. It's a great add-on uh, to all other social services they get. Uh, but uh, it's, uh, I, I think it's really interesting because um, now, now it's, it's very new for us actually. But, uh, we're looking into how the person who is mentioned basically is not familiar with the concept, how he reacts. But usually we have a great trade-off. The person usually is reliable, on time, Mm. uh, is not in a a hurry, and uh, there are interesting uh, considerations here. And, and this is this is something that I think we get into. We we talk a lot about sort of the new generation, uh, uh, often in with this sort of new forms of work. But you know, as people live longer, they're active longer, and and as you say, they want to be part of society. They want to be useful. They want to have a role. Um, and you know, offering opportunities to enter the marketplace and offer your time and your services seems like an absolutely fantastic thing as well, and something that's often missed by other. Uh, uh, sections of the economy yeah de- definitely and uh, it uh, as the concept like of like short tasks for money or, or gig gig work yeah. uh, grows in popularity maybe i don't know uh some young family members just introduce the older members to it and, and, and why yes. not yeah and it's just a, a natural flow of information and then some people it's a, a great opportunity yeah uh, yeah it is. It's, so it's, getting, is. it's getting out, Paul. It's meeting people and it's contributing as well and, and, and earning some extra money. I mean, it, it's a, a, a fantastic uh, uh, possibility for individuals to be able to contribute and, and be part of something as well. So I think it's, uh, this is a, a really uh, a, an area which I think is untapped and I think it's just going to grow and grow as we go into the future. 
And you can imagine, like, for example, now my, my parents, they are familiar with all the smartphones and stuff, and yeah. they still have the regular jobs. But in 10 years, maybe they'll be out of the regular market and they will be still familiar with the platforms and they, they use all the popular taxi apps to, to, to yeah. just uh, as a customers. And maybe in 10 years, they will be an active gig worker. So uh, yeah. I, I really see it as a great uh, opportunity with a huge potential. Mm, absolutely. And, and, and where do you think things are heading? I mean, we're, we're going, we're moving quite quickly at the moment in terms of the new products and services that are, that are coming out and also changing mindsets, uh, particularly during the sort of the coronavirus pandemic, uh, people have got different attitudes to work. But what do you see in terms of uh, the next steps in the future of work? What are, what, what are the trends or things that we should be looking out for as we, as we move into the future? Yeah, I, I think like the, the key word would be like from all the different industries and categories, not even like platform economies and gig work is flexibility. Yeah, uh, Everyone is talking about flexible work hours, uh, hybrid work from office and home, uh, maybe fully remote work opportunities. Mm. And I think this flexibility is, is, is the new thing, which is grew like uh, exponentially during COVID. Mm. times and uh, it will stay and people try to be productive and flexible and they, they try to match mix and match basically different opportunities for work maybe they work somewhere part-time as a regular employee even on a platform somewhere and yeah. maybe on few platforms uh, maybe they like to change even countries like for one month in one country another one in another country yeah. and uh, this uh, like new economic environment and these uh, apps, they, they provide an opportunity to know that if, for example, I work on some major gig work platform, yeah. I can find job in any country where the platform is existent and where, where it operates. And it is great. And especially for kind of immigrants into uh, so some countries, it's a great way to know that you'll get paid, you'll get yeah. paid officially, uh, you'll pay the taxes. And it's also a great opportunity. And one other example, like uh, I, I like of these uh, basically platforms, which I think creates enormous social good, yep. is uh, that for students, the freshmen yes. who just move to the big cities from maybe countryside, mm. maybe from different country, it's an amazing opportunity. Like it's an international brand, maybe. Yeah. Uh, it, it provides a job locally for you in your neighborhood or in in, in, in your part of the city. And you, you are sure 100% that you'll get paid. That's super important for the young student, maybe who doesn't have much employment opportunities as just out of the high school. Yes. And uh, I believe it, it's like flexibility in a broad sense. It it's, works in many different ways. And it, it's a nice trend. It is. And I think that sort of the, 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 the services that you're offering is really just going to be the, 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 the beginning of something sort of bigger and bigger on this. And I agree with those trends that you've uh, highlighted. And I think the ease of entry into the labor market, and particularly in Europe, a lot of markets are actually quite difficult and have, have been made quite difficult to enter. And from this, of course, no one benefits. But what you're setting up is actually the, the, the ability to do tasks uh, and be able to earn money 
uh, straight away in a very sort of easy and efficient manner. Uh, this should be the, uh, the the way of the future as we move forward as well, I'd say, Paul. So I think that you're definitely onto something and this is just going to be the, uh, the sky's going to be the limit in terms of the, the, the developments and the growth. Yeah, I, to I totally agree that the sky is the limit and uh, I, I still am positive in general about the developments, even in regulations. I think now we, we, we go through this kind of period where we try to understand like all these trends and put mm. it on paper. Maybe the first drafts are not perfect. Yeah. Maybe we are good for someone, maybe not so good forever. Yeah. But in general, when we start to regulate, when we start to adhere to this kind of like very strong trend, trend flows, and uh, this new generation of people going into labor market, their expectations are, are totally different. It will be a great to just adapt these first drafts to, to make version two, version three. Yeah. And in, in, in five maybe years or maybe even 10, like we'll have a very flexible environment for work. And everyone will be happy. The taxes will be paid. People mm. will work officially, and everyone is a winner. So I, I'm positive on that side, and uh, I, I hope we'll play at least some part for our role into making that even more popular. Def definitely the case, Paul. Thank you very much indeed for coming on today, explaining uh, Trackslow and the, uh, the the services that you're offering, but also how this fits into the the changing world of work it's been very very interesting indeed and look forward to having you on again as we follow the follow the journey yeah thank you for having me glenn uh, it was a pleasure and uh, yeah let's hope to meet again here absolutely thanks indeed